Welcome to the What's Your Revolution show. A show for men and the people who love them. Where we discuss how men can find and embrace the healthiest versions of themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corporal. What's happening, everybody? Last week we had this uh, great conversation with Dr. Jeffrey Gardier and our good friend, Dr. Tammy Wilborn, about what happens after what happens after a breakup, particularly a tough breakup. Uh, we gave a lot of different strategies and action steps. I want to thank the good folks at Trepwise, uh, Blake Stanfield and Lulu Carter, for all that they do to ensure that the What's Your Revolution show gets all of the thought partnership to actually make it the best show that it can. But in those action steps and um, strategies last week, we, we looked at what's going to be in the aftermath. So say you've spent that time working through your demons, working through your time alone, working through time with your friends, finding that place of discomfort and moving out of it. What happens then? <laughs> what what happens then after you come out of the abyss of uh, a bad relationship and working through that time where you can find yourself and you can really say, you know what, I've done the work. I've come out on the other side a better person. Mm. And so then you want to have someone to spend that time with you, uh, a partner, uh, a, a life partner, or maybe you just want to go on a date, you know, a date. You're being kind. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe you, okay, maybe you just want to hook up, right? Maybe you just want to get back out in the game. Because as Dr. Gardia said, you've got to, you can't, brothers, you know, heal if you go out and hoe. Yeah, you know, that was like my most liked status. Oh, hi, y'all. It's Rachel. <laughs> that was <laughs> if you don't know Rachel, Rachel is my producer. Uh, give a shout-out to Jazzo behind the wheels of Steels, man. Yeah, so that status, <laughs> I got so much response. You did to that. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I but I enjoyed it because mm -hmm. that was I think that was the real thing that resonated with people is that you know men go out and they, I'm not worried about healing or they think that hoeing is healing and it's not. You know, you're about to reach your hoe quota. Right? <laughs> <laughs> your hoe quota. <laughs> you can't say that too many times. Uh, oh, okay, okay. But, but I, let me put it. Let me say this though. The negative connotations that go along with that word and right, that concept, right. particularly for women. No, for men and women, that that it was put in those terms um, was interesting for me because just because after I, I will say that if you decide to self-medicate through sex, that's not necessarily the best thing. But if it is your <laughs> decision, what? I'm just looking at you. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm not saying that I have not been guilty because, as you know. I'm not going to put you out there. I'll put me out there. Right. I mean, my response to your question was revenge sex. Revenge sex. Um, that was, That's you what know, you said. You Yeah, that, okay. That's what, I, I, We've established and that I that's what I said. And I applaud <laughs> that, that you put it out there for people to see. You know? Yeah, I yeah. mean, and I'm like, you know, and I had to, it, it, I was laughing during your monologue intro soliloquy <laughs> because the the tour that you talked about the, the goal of the show is to help men find the healthiest version of themselves right exactly and that tour that you talked about was the uh pie in the sky best case scenario high developed hierarchy version of what happens after a breakup right. but let's be very clear that's not always the, it's, the it, world. That it, is the exception. That is the exception. And we, want, we yeah. and that's why we do the show, mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. why we do the show to say, you know what, we want, we want the exception to become the rule. Right. And so 
men go through breakups, men go through divorce, um, and how we experience that can be healthy in a sense that how we move forward. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have the right pieces in place, if we don't put ourselves in the right spaces after a breakup, then we can get in that in that self-medication or sex or revenge sex or whatever mm -hmm. to think that, okay, this is what's going to make me happy and this is what is going to make me whole again. Mm -hmm. No, right. no, there, there's, there's that piece. And one thing that I, one thing post breakup for me has been to basically curate my discomfort. <laughs> Say more. What is that? <laughs> well, I think that, you know, I've always been vulnerable on the show is that, the choice not to the choice not to date and the choice not to um, have revenge sex or the choice not to have not, not to go out and you know heal the way the Dr. Gardia said mm -hmm. right the choice is to curate my discomfort and knowing that I don't really like being alone right right, right? and so um, again it's it's just me and my dog <laughs> it's me and Sasha you know the twelve year old pit bull who you know, does her thing and goes to sleep and snores, right? It's just me and her. And so that curates the discomfort for me because I'm like, well, am I wasting my time? Am I, should I be looking for someone else? Should I be doing this now? Mm -hmm. But knowing that I'm sleeping alone, mm -hmm. you know, is discomforting. But if I cannot move through this space, I'm not actually going to be healthy. Yeah, because a lot of times, and this isn't even speaking from a – clinician space but a lot of times um not doing the work and being in search of someone to share your space with is you putting off the dealing with yourself like you need somebody else around you so that you don't have to be in a space where you just deal in your own nasty it, it, exactly <laughs> yeah. the morning the morning is the worst time yeah the morning is the worst time when you're laying in bed okay <laughs> laying in bed nobody's next to you um but a four-legged animal who's got his <laughs> her claws <laughs> you know in, in, in your side <laughs> exactly and you're like is this is this this life is this is this as 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 good as it gets and so i'll tell you that one of the things you know i had my aunt say something to me one day i was like ruminating over the fact that i'm like god like stuff is hard right now mm -hmm. um from a from a financial perspective as well as just you know managing the day-to-day -day of being me is hard and she was like well, you need yourself a good partner and i was like no because i need to whatever i bring to whatever the situation is it needs to be not perfect but not this Right. And and what I find what happens with men and women is that there is this concept of if I just had this, then things would be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's the seeking of it's that conversation of, you know, a 50 50 relationship, which I, I don't like that because that I means you're 100 bringing, 100 or 75 and 75. And y'all figure out the right, 50 percent right, together. Right. But that you are looking for someone the, the the comment around. I need someone to complete me is not healthy no it is not at all um, i need you to complete me the right. completeness comes with us Be because what ends up happening is that lack attracts more lack mm. like you get what you put out and if that's what you put out then that's what you gonna get yeah exactly and and i have been in that space and and we get what we're looking for mm -hmm. right and, and what what we attract you know and one thing that i as i as i have been working on the healthiest version of myself is uh, and I wrote it on my whiteboard today. There were a couple things that, that no more, no sugar, no bread, 
but I, I did have a bagel at Laura Street Bakery today. So <laughs> like, you go to a bakery yeah, yeah, and say yeah, no bread? Yeah, no bread. Shout out to Courtney. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and the folks at Laurel Street Breakery. But one of the things was also no lies. Mm. And how freeing that has been for me. And, and, and how uncomfortable. And we've talked about this on the show before. But how uncomfortable telling the truth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you don't think, you think telling the truth is easy. Right? It, it is not. It is, it is not easy. But being, again, curating my discomfort mm-hmm. in that no matter what. No matter the ramifications, no matter, I am going to tell the truth. And it's very interesting to sit in that space now and to see what the world is bringing to me. Mm-hmm. It is very, very interesting. Okay. And then to be in the space where having the ability to say, okay, well, this is how I actually feel. Mm-hmm. And that I'm not going to worry about my feelings in regards to me telling you the truth about how I feel. Right. Which is a very interesting space, Mm -hmm. a very truthful space where you think, well, this is going to impact you. Most of us want to know the truth. Right? Jazz? Um, (laughs) Jazz? So here's what I'll say, and women will probably be pissed off at me when I say it. Most women don't want to know the truth. What do you – what? 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 Wait. Many this, women. As, as this little kid on the plane said. That's plane's common knowledge. <laughs> Many, thank you. That's Many, common knowledge. Many, yeah, that's why, that's why men lie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, and we've had, so we, this is a repeat of the conversation we had with Dr. Wilborn, with Dr. Wilborn. That, and I'm not putting the onus on either member of the relationship. Um, most women don't want to know the truth. And when told the truth, let you know how much they didn't want to know the truth in the first place. But why go? But then why go seeking? Then why go seeking? Why go looking through my phone? Why if you don't want? That's not you seeking. Know, the you know truth. what I'm saying? Why? Why? It, Can I tell you something? Yeah. That woman already knew the truth. That woman knew the truth. That was proof. That was that. No, was, no. Let me explain to you. Okay, all right. I'm I'm a woman now. Right. I'm a woman every day. <laughs> okay. I will tell you, and this is this is something I don't do, and and it, it, I don't do that. Right. Because very clearly that woman knew the truth. She was trying to find the lie that would make the truth go away, and the lie was she was looking, hoping that what she already knew, she wouldn't find in your phone. Most times when women do that, excuse me. Most times when the women I know do that, <laughs> not to generalize that I hate being generalized about, um, they are looking for a lie. They're not looking for a truth. They already, I will tell you, and you know what? It's men and women because men do the same thing. I'm not saying. Men will know a situation from the first time it rears its ugly head. I just, people, I, people, I will tell you, I've said this to you. I've said this to other men friends and other women friends. If you look at what that final straw was that ended the relationship, the final straw was the first straw. You just chose to ignore the first straw. But I'm telling you, the thing that ends up ending your relationship or ends up whatever, being that that was it, I couldn't take no more. Well, that means you took some in the beginning. Yeah, no doubt. And I, so I, no doubt, no when, doubt. When people do look through your phone ask you questions they already know like you they, Jazz, they already I, know i'm not but they could be making assumptions so we we often tend to think that intuition is actually and, in, and, intuition is our intuition is right and so the yeah. science behind so i'm, I'm gonna 
pull back, push yeah. back, yeah. the science around intuition says that most often intuition is wrong. It's Ron wrong. Huh? <laughs> intuition it, is wrong, Jazz. That, okay. that depends on where you get your numbers from. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That intuition You know how I feel about samples. A sample determines what. Because we can get some. We, the mind has the ability to create reality, right? We can create a reality, a false reality. But the false reality in some cases is built upon prior experience. So I will give you a nameless example. All right. Um, Hold on one second. Yes. You're listening to the What's Your Revolution show. <laughs> you got a good producer. I know, right? Uh, I know, right? I am your host, Dr. Charles Corper. We're going to get at some point in the next two minutes. To I'm going to make us get to it. Yeah, exactly. To talk about what happens after a breakup but and, yeah. and how you move into the space of dating again. Right. But we're trying to figure out how to so end. This is, so this is very, very important to talk about how to end up in dating. So I was – a situation that I've experienced. Um, I was told things about someone that I was potentially going to date. Um, and then my experience with other men was very similar to what I was told. Right. I let those two things very strongly dictate how I appeared and showed up in that relationship. Right. And it ended up manifesting itself as such. And so sometimes intuition is wrong, but intuition is based on a couple of things. It's based upon a knowledge of a past history. <laughs> it's based upon... On your past history or the person's past both. history? Both. Okay. And so those two say, so you took my second thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's based upon the past history of the partner mm -hmm. as well as carrying the baggage that you bring from the other situation. That's why I was saying that that whole picturesque... Thing that you talked yeah. about the healing and the living well it has to it has to happen so so right. all right so you know in this last situation yeah. all right on, on both parties there's work that needs to be done right. personal work the relationship ended for a certain reason yes. right yes, it did. all right ended for a certain reason so now there's an opportunity for you to say i still want to go out and date but I also know that the baggage, the, the, you should have been ripped open to see there's some baggage on your part and the other person's part, mm -hmm. right? And that, that you could not work it out at that time. Mm -hmm. So now what do you do? All right. And so, and we talked about all that last week. So now you're ready. You're like, how ah, the, the, the doors open. You wake up one morning, the doors open, the sun is shining. Your French doors, your billowy curtains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything is right. And you're like, oh God, okay. Hey, I'm ready to date again. Right? <laughs> it's 2017, Jazz. I'm ready to date again. What do I do? How, how do we date in 2017? And so I began to say, okay, well, you know, Rachel. How, <laughs> Rachel. I'm the worst person to ask. Rachel. Well, we got into the discussion. Right. Like, right, right. Well, how, how do you begin to date? And we started talking about dating apps. So Bumble, Tinder, oh, Grindr. There's a laundry, there, there's list, a of laundry list of dating apps. Yeah, it's funny. Very Smart Brother is becoming like the – Like the go-to. The go-to for all things. Yeah, everything. exactly. Like like the go-to. And so the reason why we came up with this topic is because you argued to me, and we say argued. You know, We and, argue. Don't yeah. even say it. Well, no, I'm saying we, we – we, <laughs> Exchange ideas. Exchange ideas. So we, and I say argue in the, in the sense that you were arguing your point. Yeah. In, in that people don't – and, and let's, put this, let's put this in perspective. That people of color particularly do not use dating apps. And right? I said. Right. And I said. And, and then you said if they do use dating apps, they don't tell anybody. 
right? So we're going to open the lines of communication up right now, 504-260-9265, right? 504-260-9265. If I want you all to prove Rachel wrong. And, if, let, and, right? let, and let me say this. I'm going to wager. I'm going to wager how long it's going to take for that phone to ring. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like we get a 1,000 calls. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so your sample size, right? Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. And, but, I, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times... And I don't, I, I, yeah, I do know this from actual experience. So I actually uh, had the occasion for like a month to be on Tinder. Ooh, Tinder. <laughs> and Tinder. Can you, what is Tinder for so those? Tinder of, is an app where you swipe past people. Swipe left if no and swipe, swipe right for yes. Right. And don't accidentally swipe in the wrong direction because you can't take it back. Um, but the one thing I will notice, and I'm not going to blow up anybody's spot. But there were some very interesting people on Tinder. Really? There were some people that I know are married. Uh, oh, I lost the We got a phone call. Talk on it. We got a phone call. <laughs> we got a phone call. Um, Uh-oh. We'll there, see who it is. There Go ahead. Are, keep there your story. are people that are married on Tinder. Um, there are people that are – you calling them out? Are, <laughs> I, 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 and I'm not saying they're from here. I'm just saying I've seen it. Right. There are people I know that are in relationships that are on Tinder. Right. Um. And so that's the first thing. That's one of the reasons why I said ain't nobody going to call because <laughs> they not try to have their spot blown up. But I will go back against the maintenance that black people are not on Tinder. Black people are, in fact, on Tinder. Um, we, this article that you gave me, uh, you know, from Very Smart Brother has a laundry list. A, of laundry, a laundry list. So I actually have friends of mine who have met on social media and, and on apps um, that, you know, ended up marrying, didn't really work out, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so why, why, I, well, I guess I want to know, why is there this, hosp- this hypothesis that people won't tell you that they're on? You know, because, is it because you said because they're, they're trying to hide? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, really, I don't really feel like you could hide, like, on Tinder. It's or, or, not that you're hiding, it's just there's, because, an, under, there's an understanding, uh, it's kind of like Las Vegas. What goes on on the app stays on the app. That uh, it's supposed to be this safe space. It's kind of like you know there are other there there are dating groups around. There are <laughs> you know there are societies that you know are have other proclivities that have proclivities. Pro- that have other types of proclivities. The that, red door, or the blue door. Um, <laughs> I wasn't calling out any names, uh, but I'm saying like I'm there saying. are things, and it's kind of like this. It's it's an assumed safe space, right? That, you know, if you enter into this, it's kind of like I know your secret or you know my secret, but I know your secret, too. And so they're not going to want to talk about it. But here's my here's here's my argument to that. All right. And then we're going to somebody. Right. Right. Here's my argument to that is that everybody you put you put your profile out on Tinder or Bumble or Grindr or whatever it is. And it's there for everybody to see, like in your geographic reason, if you fit the criteria. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's just say you're a 35-year-old man, right, 35-year-old man, Mm -hmm. and a a, a young woman or a young man, all right, um, you know, says, I'm looking for a person that is between 30 and 40, you're going to come up. Mm-hmm. You can't hide. I mean, it's But it's not, like, you're missing my point. It's not that you're hiding. It's that it's supposed to be a safe space where I'm doing this, but we don't really talk about it. I, I, like, you don't see people posting up 
on Facebook. Well, that's not true. I have friends of mine that post about their their Tinder experiences, yeah. which have been wild. Speaking of that, speaking of that, Julie, what's happening, Julie? Yes. How you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Uh, we're doing fine. This doing is my well. good friend, Julie Thibodeau. Hi, Julie. Hi. <laughs> Julie, we were just talking about um, just just getting on and, and, and being a part of the dating app community. And yes. um, Julie and I are really good friends. We work together at, um, at a specific place <laughs> here in the city. We won't, <laughs> we won't say. Uh, did some wonderful, wonderful work together. Established a great friendship. Um, so first, Julie, let me ask you a question. Um, Rachel and I are sitting here arguing uh, uh, counterpoints on whether or not people really discuss their, you know, their, um, their being on dating apps. Do you mm-hmm. think, do, do, do your friends talk about, you know, openly all about time. all the time? Right. I am not trying to play devil's advocate because I was listening, but I feel like they talk about it all the time. Oh. Um, and I don't know if it's just because we're at a certain age and we're single and we feel like this is what we have. And I will say that our discussions are not usually the most positive. Um, it's usually a little like, oh, my God, let me tell you this story or how creepy this person was or I went on five dates and then he ghosted me kind of thing. So, And that's on Grindr. That, you know, that's with my gay friends. She, There's Growler, just... Grindr, Scruff, <laughs> and then like on Tinder, Bumble, all of that. You, so, you just, you just uh, used a phrase that I just heard about ghosted? recently. Ghosted? Ghosting. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> well, tell ghosting. people what ghosting, ghosting is. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So y'all want me to talk about that? Yeah. So what is ghosted? Ghosting is the art of your texting. You feel, or even you have met the person and you just like feel like a real connection for like the first time, you know, like first time in a long time maybe, and they go off the radar. Like there's no goodbye. It's literally like you'll be like, "What are you doing today?" And then they never answer you again. That happened to me. Has mm-hmm. it? I think well, it not, I didn't have a I will, Like I mean, obviously <laughs> this is not a true study, but like I feel like 99 percent of the people on an online dating app, and maybe even in real life, but I think it's easier on an app, uh, have been ghosted. Like I don't know a friend of mine who hasn't been ghosted. I was ghosted twice by the same guy, but that's my own bad because. As, as they, as what Maya Angelou says, uh, believe them when they show you who they are the yes, first time. Yes, yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, so, I mean, that, like, I do feel, I, we talk about it in my friend group. I will say, as Charles said, Charles and I are friends, and he knows that I am someone that shares it very, shares my crazy stories Man, very willingly on Facebook. So I don't know if people tend to talk to me more because they see I've been right, through you, it too. Right, right. And I mean, Julie, you really opened it up, and that was one of the things uh, why I wanted you to call in is to really, you know, <laughs> you know, when you get on these apps, mm-hmm. right? When you get on these apps, and you 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 have this expectation that people are going to be polite and cordial and respectful, right? Mm-hmm. And, and respectful. So, but it doesn't often happen that way, right? No. So. I would- I would say 80, at least 80% of the time. I, I want to also put out there that there's been really good guys I've been on dates with, and it just, it, no chemistry, but I would say 80% of the time it 
Respect is not a word I would use. Really? So can you just, you know, you know, tell tell us what what is the some of the wildest things that men have said that you can say on the radio? <laughs> is radio like TV? <laughs> yes, um, radio. It, you so, know, and if you need to, I mean, if, if you need to use another word, I will use another word. So just the other night, the one you saw was like, "Hey, how are you? Can we sleep together?" But he didn't say sleep together. This was like the um, this was like the first initial foray yeah, into. Yeah, that was his first thing. <laughs> the, the one from, and I'm pulling up my Facebook because I do share these on social media. If anybody ever wants to see them, um, the other one I got like a couple of weeks ago was, "Hey, how are you? Oh, can I hit that from behind?" What? That was the initial thing. That was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I'm laughing. I, 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 it's not guess, funny. Tried to guess her weight. What'd you say? What? What about her weight? So a friend of mine, because people send it to me because they're like, you can share this because they know I share like all this stuff. Uh, somebody wrote to her 188 question mark. What? She's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, is that your weight? Am I close? Oh, so man. we've had like, and the thing is, is I was talking to somebody today and because I knew I was going to call in because I wanted, I, I love that Charles was doing this topic. And I was talking to a coworker of mine, a, a straight guy, and he was like, I just think that guys are so disrespectful in here. Like, it should never be about hooking up. Like, I should meet you first, at least, like, see you and ask you in person. And I don't know if I am now giving people a pass, but if you try to sort of carry on a conversation, because I had this. I had this a week ago. A guy and I had, like, good conversation back and forth, and he was like, hey, I'm in New Orleans from out of town. I'm really only looking for a hookup. If you're in, I'm in. And I was like, thanks, but no thanks. Good luck to you. And I literally thanked him for being nice. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. I don't. I think at this point I'm also giving in a little bit too much, you know, or not expecting as much from humanity as we probably yeah, should. I was going to say, like... Do, do, so, I mean, has it become normalized? Because that's the interesting thing. That is something <laughs> Jazz is like, what? I mean, has, it, has it become normalized to just enter because I, there's some anonymity. There's, there, there, there's there, a level of it. There's a level of anonymity. Right, mm -hmm. it, I can't even say the word. Anonymity. <laughs> Anonymity, right? And so I can say whatever. You say no, click, boom. This this is gone. And I may not have the yeah. right. You know, Facebook has allowed you to make sure that this person, and you have to secure accounts, all that. From what I understand, having yeah. done my, having done my research. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm saying I had to do research. I had to do okay. research for this show. <laughs> Come on, That's man. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. No, but like, There's, so there I are think some it safety does. Like they, they're behind. It's just, it's the same as a YouTube troll or a Tumblr troll. The thing is, I also have your picture, and what's most disturbing is the guy from the other night who said, "Hey, can we, you know, whatever?" Um, had his kid in every picture, and that bugged me right. for some reason. Right. Like, and you know, I, I just, I think there is that anonymity, but at the same time, like Charles, you said. I am seeing your picture. I am seeing who you are. Most of the time, I can see where you work on Bumble. Wow. You know, wow. Uh, a wow. lot of people, like, you know, a lot of people put their things. So I know if you work at a major company or law firm in town. And I just, I, I, I don't. I don't understand it. But like I said, I think that one, it, one, I would love to talk about, does it work? 
Yeah, yo, Julie, hold on. We're gonna yeah. yeah, hold on for a few minutes. Think about this. You know, what are you putting out there? If you're on a dating app, you know, and you're a man, what are you putting out to the world and then what are you actually saying? So think about that and we'll talk about that after the break. You listen to the Western Revolution show. Why are wealthy business leaders and shadowy special interest groups attacking Desi Charbonnet and spending more than a million dollars on false and racially divisive attack ads? Look at who they are, and the answer is obvious. Leslie Jacobs, she led the state takeover of our public schools and the firing of over 7,000 African-American teachers and workers. Jimmy Reese, who was quoted in the Wall Street Journal, stating that he didn't want black people and poor people to return to New Orleans after Katrina. They want to choose our next mayor and control our city. That's why they're attacking Charbonnet and supporting Latoya Cantrell. The New Orleans Tribune endorsed Desiree Charbonnet and said, we are fully persuaded that if that cast of characters doesn't want Desiree Charbonnet in City Hall, then she is exactly what our city needs. Don't let them win. Vote for Desiree Charbonnet. Paid for by Charbonnet for Mayor. The Whitney Plantation in Edgard is the nation's first and only museum and memorial dedicated to telling the stories of the slaves who played such a significant role in building this country and its institutions. And the Whitney is proud to sponsor an upcoming genealogy clinic where visitors can learn more about their ancestry. Learn, visit, donate, engage. Go to WhitneyPlantation.com. You might think it's just another day. But at Metro Disposal, this is our day. For more than 25 years, Metro Disposal has been a vital resource for waste management in our community. With state-of-the-art equipment and technology, we are committed to providing a cleaner, safer, healthier environment. This is our community. This is Metro Disposal. Get your tickets now, now for one of the biggest football rivalries in sports history. It's the 44th Annual Bayou Classic in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's where fans, alumni, and family from both Grambling and Southern University nations come together because we are one. We are one. As always, it's bigger and better. Friday after Thanksgiving, it's the Vince Tech Challenge. And the U.S. Marine Corps got the Battle of the Band. McDonald's got your green show. Then Saturday, a new day and location for the parade brought to you by Cricket Wireless. Followed by Fan Fest. Then at 4 p.m., get ready because it's game on at the Superdome. Grambling Tigers, Southern Jaguars, 44th Annual Bayou Classic. Go to MyBayouClassic.com for tickets. And download the official mobile app for all things Bayou Classic. Why are wealthy business leaders and shadowy special interest groups attacking Desi Charbonnet and spending more than a million dollars on false and racially divisive attack ads? Look at who they are, and the answer is obvious. Leslie Jacobs, she led the state takeover of our public schools and the firing of over 7,000 African-American teachers and workers. Jimmy Reese who was quoted in the Wall Street Journal, stating that he didn't want black people and poor people to return to New Orleans after Katrina. They want to choose our next mayor and control our city. That's why they're attacking Charbonnet and supporting Latoya Cantrell. 
The New Orleans Tribune endorsed Desiree Charbonnet and said, we are fully persuaded that if that cast of characters doesn't want Desiree Charbonnet in City Hall, then she is exactly what our city needs. Don't let them win. Vote for Desiree Charbonnet. Paid for by Charbonnet for Mayor. WBOK, 1230 AM, The People's Station. having this interesting conversation about dating and using dating apps, Bumble, Tinder, Grindr, the whole host. Uh, we were actually reading Very Smart Brothers, uh, which is a very good blog by two uh, outstanding young brothers who are really, you know, chomping at the bit and really writing some good stuff about a plethora of things. It was really interesting because I had to send it to Rachel because she did not believe that people were talking about... <laughs> that is not what I said. And I want to <laughs> clarify. I want to give a clarifying statement. I never said that people weren't talking about it. What I said was, and I still have yet to be proven wrong, <laughs> is that people will not discuss what they do in an open forum like this. If you would like to discuss in an open forum here on the What's Your Revolution show, 504 <laughs> What you do. So, Julie, let's talk about this. You know, we yes. we talked about previously some of the crazy things that actually happened, you know, and, and you've been forthcoming about that, you know, on, on your posts on Instagram, on Facebook. The interesting thing for me, as as a woman, all right, what is the what are the protocols that should be followed, you know, when trying to use these apps successfully and to meet someone who you may have some chemistry with or not, but just to meet someone in a, a, a manner that is not, um, that, a manner that is conducive and healthy. What's the protocol for that? I think that's the problem. We don't have these conversations enough, and we don't know protocol. Because my proto- what my gut wants to tell you, Charles, is be nice be a kind human, but that's obviously not working all the time. Like, I was pulling up some of my captions that are some of my moments from Bumble or Tinder that I've shared that you've probably seen, like, on Facebook, and you just said chemistry. Some guy asked me, what are you looking for? And I said, literally said, hoping to find someone who has tons of chemistry with and go out on a date. He said, any luck so far? I said, a few good dates, uh, some not so good ones. His reply is, would you sit on my face? So that <laughs> is obviously not the protocol there, you know? Like, well, can, so I, inter- I don't e- yeah. can I interject this, though? Um, for you, that may not be. But clearly there's somebody on this in this area that gets down like that. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, my thing is, is, like, obviously the things that I get, I am sort of wondering, like, it must work, right? Like, I'm appalled, I'm shocked, whatever. It is not where I am in my life. And it is not a judgment that people are doing it. I think the protocol should be in my, um, in my like, bio. I'll put, like, I am looking for, you know, something hopefully longer term. Um, I am not looking for a hookup. I put my political affiliation. Right, right. And then I still get people who are very trolly with that as well, you know. Um, so I am interested to hear what people think is protocol, too, because, like y'all are saying, like, 
maybe it is protocol for some people. And just because, you know, my little, like, from Thibodeau kind of still sheltered <laughs> self is, like, taken aback by it. Right, right. But I don't, I, I don't know because I just want to say, like, if obviously – I feel like if I am not inviting that in the bio, like here for hookups or, I mean, you have all the, like, acronym, you know, like I know, like, a big thing on, like, you know, uh, Grinder will just be, like, looking, question mark, and that means, like, hey, do you want to sleep? I feel like th- there is protocol sometimes, but how are you doing and what are you looking for doesn't lead to would you sit on my feet. Right, right. And you I know, want to so. know, know the protocol across platforms. So, you know, we talk about the show making sh- and making sure that the show is very inclusive. So I want to know what it, what it's like for everyone who are using the, the various apps. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's interesting because I I think about if I foray into this, right, if I, if I foray into using dating apps, what what is it? that I need to say? Or what, is, what is the protocol that I need to do if, if, by chance, there's a match? I think you're stumbling into a whole new realm of maybe creating that protocol. Because what Julie is saying, there's, I don't know that one has emerged. And yeah. I think it goes back to the conversation, one, around why people are in these spaces. Because what you're there for and what someone else is there for might be two completely different things. And so how, and so how do you, because the, uh, the rap is Tinder is the hookup app, you know, Bumble allows women to make the first move, so they give the, it, it's, it's more empowering for women, because mm-hmm. I guess Tinder was like a, a lot of ghosting or men didn't reply or didn't make the first move, so now you have women who can make the first move. Um, but still, once you, once you have that match, what it, what, you know, that guy who said, you know, I've never done this before, but I want to make sure that I leave the greatest impression. What's that first, you know, what's that action step? What's that first strategy to say, hey, you know? The same thing that you would do if you were in public. Hi. Yeah, at a bar. Hi, like, I'm Charles Corker. That's, that's what Just I like try that. to say. Like, <laughs> I, picture yourself, like, at a bar or, you know, we all go to a cocktail party somewhere or, you know, I'm in a new, um, like, group or something. I don't personally, I have never encountered, and maybe someone will call in and say I'm wrong, but like at a bar or a cocktail party when someone wants to ask for your number or they think you're cute or, you know, because obviously I think it all comes down to like you're swiping for physical attraction at first, you know. Right, 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 particularly men. Particularly men and women too. I mean, I don't. I'll be honest with that. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. It, well, it's and it's like I want to look at somebody pretty every day, or that I think is pretty. Like, if I have to do this the rest of my life, you know. Um, <laughs> but and like, but that I think is attractive, and I think that's different for everybody. But I had. I am terrible at flirting. I'll be the first to admit it. So I think that as somebody with that, I like I can be more flirty online. I'll admit that too, so I can understand the boldness there. Right. But in person, I have never had any of this said to me, nor have my friends. Yeah, there's no way. There's no right. way that I'm gonna. <laughs> there's no way. Hey, how you doing? Great. Can I sit on your? No. So my protocol would be like, if you what? don't act like a butthead in person, and again, I'm not trying to demonize that behavior. That, you, like, there are times and places and all of that, and if somebody's in that point of their life for hookups. But when I have, like, sort of established, but maybe I'm expecting people to read that bio and, and people don't. Um, 
I don't know. I'd like to know your last name, you know, before you ask me to. So I can Google face. stalk you and get all of the information that I can. Uh, I, I've had that happen. I've had that happen where, you know, I, I've met someone and the ne- next time we talk on the phone, oh, I've read all your papers. <laughs> I listen to your shows. Uh, all, all of these different things. I was like, oh, wow. I actually mm-hmm. found it. I actually found it flattering, though. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I did. I was. I, I found it flattering. I prefer. I hey. will say I prefer online for that reason because the minute you put your name and your company, and maybe I'm giving the secrets away, hey. I'm golden because I can now know <laughs> who your friends are on Facebook. I can know what your LinkedIn profile looks like, and I can. I had one guy that was literally arrested for making domestic threats against Boston. Oh. That is not a made-up story. Oh wow! Wow, this is. Wow, this is this is all on dating. Apps. So, so it's interesting, Julie. Do you find that it has made non-virtual dating harder or easier? That's a good question. I think for me, I'm gonna, and I don't because I don't want to speak that broadly. Harder because I am so used to on the app. I know you like me for a potential dating relationship, right? Whether that be hooking up or dating, or whatever, right? I know you have found me remotely attractive, you know, to you, and you would like to take me on a date, or whatever, or we should get drinks or coffee. I think it has kind of killed my instincts in person on that mm. stuff. Wow. Does well, that make sense? Because, like, Unpack it if a little somebody bit is flirting with me, I don't know if you're, like, I, did you swipe right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, or are you just nice? But that's a, that might be, like, a personal thing, and, like, but I do think it's made it a, a little bit harder right. for me. You're listening to the What's Your Revolution show, having a great conversation with my girl, Julie Thibodeau, my producer, Rachel Graham, about dating, the dating protocol. What is it like to be on a dating app post-breakup and trying to figure out what you should say? And for my, my brothers out there of any race uh, or uh, relationship orientation, yeah, you know, please call. Pl- pl- yeah, please call. But don't say, don't, don't say in the first foray, can no, you come sit on my face? No, no, no. And I'm going to go back and not, not, I'm not saying that that is appealing to me. What I'm saying is. Somebody likes that. Somebody likes that. I agree, Rachel. It has to work. Right? And so the protocol, That's what I say every time. And so the protocol I would suggest is you need to establish your own protocol. Jazz, Jazz, I need you to come here. I need some help here, brother. I need some help. You have a point of reference? I have nothing to say. <laughs> I mean, I told you, I don't do the date nap thing, so I don't, I'm, I'm you know, dating on But, I mean, I'm saying, but Rachel is saying that at some point some, somebody, somebody likes that. Clearly, because he, he said it. Or he's just bold enough to say, well, you know, if I try three times. Yeah, I mean, obviously, someone out there likes it. He's, he's, because wow, he's not the only, watch, he's not the only one that's oh, yeah, using well, that line. If you see Julie's, uh, you know, how she calls him out. And that's another thing that you have to understand, that with the, in the age of social media, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, age of text where everything is right there in print. What, what you say can go viral, like, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Right. And I have gotten some, I don't, Charles, I don't know if you know this, but I have gotten backlash from sharing this. Really? I had gotten off of social, of the online dating this summer. It's an emotional toll. I needed a break. I took a three-month hiatus, right? And when I announced I'm taking a hiatus, I put, like, one of the funny ones up, and somebody wrote to me and said, 
maybe next time when you come back on online dating, you respect these guys' privacy. And my response was, I respect their privacy when they start respecting me. Right, right, And right. so, but we're talking protocol. Some people might think that I'm not great because I'm sharing this. But I also know I'm not the only one this is happening to. I at least once a week get something from a friend from around the country for camaraderie because I share this. Like, I got one from a friend yesterday from Grinder. You know, um, that was like, well, at least, you know, it's not just straight men. Um, So I I think, I mean, I do think we're in a new age. Maybe protocol doesn't exist. And like Rachel's saying, you know, make your own. That's and and that's the interesting thing. And and what does that actually look like? You know, and 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 what what actually works? And so, can I tell you something that? that Hold on, let me just finish this thought. So I guess what you and Julia say is that there's a whole gamut of things that may work, and depending on the time and context and the person, right? Yeah. It, it may work. So here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. That the 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 purpose that created or the the opportunity that that uh, these uh, these apps were meant to fill, it doesn't fill them because the same challenges you have with the dating app are the same challenges you face if you just go on out to Magazine Street and take your chance and find somebody there. Right. So mm-hmm. so, so the, the question the question being, and I would love to again love to hear this is that. Do these apps actually work in the fulfillment of gaining a long-term relationship or gaining whatever you want? So if it's a hookup, does it does this does this come up? Does the fruit bear? If you're looking for a relationship, does it bear? You know, if you're using these apps, you know, uh, exclusively, Jazz. All right. So <laughs> the only thing that I have to add to this is <laughs> from. My friends that I know, right? I'm, I'm just saying, right? The benefits are plenty yeah. when it comes to just hooking up. Yeah. Right. Now, in the same breath, all of those friends have never once given me one good story about I met a nice young lady. And, 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 I'm, and, and I'm sure, more than sure, that is the opposite way. That's what she said. A hundred times. Right. But, but let me tell you. But here's the thing. Think about the premise upon which this is built. Uh, you know, a lot of times, I know I've heard folks who deal in this like relationship management business that you should be attracted to the internal instead of just the external. But apps are solely based on the external. On the external. Right. I could write. All types of stuff, but all you know for certain is what I look like. Right. How how often do you get to the point where you even looking? You, you scroll through all the pictures and you know because the last thing the last thing on Bumble is, you know, you've never been on Bumble before. I, I was doing my research. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do my research for the show. I, I mean, a, a, a good radio host does research, right? <laughs> Don't give me that look. Um, so, but the last thing is the. Is the uh, description of the person or what they want? Yeah. So you can put five, six pictures up, and swipe. As soon as you see the first picture, you have nothing. You don't know anything about the person, but you swipe right or left. So, like you're saying, it, it, we have become, and, and that's the part of the the part of the social media age, particularly with Instagram and now that Facebook with all these pictures. We are visual people. No one yeah. looks at words anymore. Okay, yeah. but I'm gonna push back on that in dating only because why would you go up to somebody in a bar 
like you have you at least can get to the fifth quote unquote picture or whatever and get a bio online. But when 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 I think somebody's attractive at a bar, they think me. It isn't based just on that even that one that one dimensional picture that you have of them right there. So did that? Did, I mean, I know it created a very like easier. It created an easier way to do this, I think. But I don't. I think I would feel safer going. I, I'm trying to think about this. Like going on a date with someone I met on Bumble, where I kind of have some information. We talked for a little bit. I probably Google stalked you and Facebook stalked you, <laughs> but in a good way, not in a real stalky way. Then if I just met you at a bar and I know your name is like Chad, that's which I, not probably somebody I would date. But like, do you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to like, but if I don't a, know. If you're a good conversationalist, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say that it also feeds into the concept that we live in a microwave generation. Mm-hmm. That the foundations of relationship. I, I told my daughter this. You know, she's kind of in college and in this space where she's starting to date. The foundations of the relationship really need to be based in friendship. Right, right. And that takes time. It takes time. And that's why, you know, like I said, I have friends who, and this is dating them tremendously, but they met on MySpace. Yeah. They got married. They are now divorced. And so, (laughs) I, I mean, that's an old school app, but... I mean, I have, I have a, a good friend who met her husband on Tinder. They just had their first baby. So I, I'm sure that there are countless numbers of stories, both good and bad, uh-huh. from, from dating uh, or finding your, you know, your perfect person or your mate on a, a dating app. Julie, I appreciate you calling in. It means, it means a lot for you to you know, be vulnerable and open up about the space and how it's been for you, and you know, good and bad. So I, I thoroughly appreciate it. Thanks, Charles. Thank you, Julie. And one Thanks, of the, Rachel. One of the things in this conversation, we joke about this. We had this joke in your situation about Chris Rock talking about she sent her representative. Right. That's mm-hmm. a lot of what, what yeah. apps are. It's like they sent their representative. Right. It's just easier in a one-to-one, I'm in front of you space to dig through the what's and real good, and right. what's representative. Right. Exactly. Um, I always think you have the hardest time trying to convey, and you're born very smart brothers. Um, he, he's a writer, so he said he had the, you know, he could really be eloquent and, and really mm-hmm. spit game over, mm-hmm. you know, over the app through his writing. For some of us, that doesn't, you know. Yeah. Well, and then it's, you know, you also have to deal with the catfish thing. Yeah, and is, and and you have to trust that that picture that you see is that person. Right, right. Um, right. But it's interesting, you know. Facebook actually started up as the original hookup app. You do realize that no, that, I, that 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 was the Facebook. original intent of Facebook when the brothers developed it at Harvard was it was a hookup app. It was it was where it was a book. It was the book of faces. Wow, the book of faces. And there you have it. Julie, appreciate it. Uh, Thank y'all so much. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us, Julie. I'll see y'all later. All right, all right. And so we always have this thing of what? What, what is the takeaway from this conversation? Well, I, 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 hold it. There's one. There's one more piece before we go. Really? We get, yeah. There's one more piece all because right. the, the question that I want to ask is: Are these spaces good for people of color and for men of color? All right. I'd like to have a man of color call and answer. You know, I don't know if we're going to get that. I I don't know. And thus, you you know what I'm saying? Those people who are watching on Facebook Live, 504-260-9265. I want to know, is this space conducive for 
black and brown folks. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, go ahead. That's what I want to know because, you know, getting onto Bumble um, and doing some market research, Mm -hmm. right, that space was particularly white. Yeah. I didn't see – I did not see a lot of women of color. We actually have a response from someone here um, that says yes and no. Yes, and so what do you mean by yes yes and no? Yeah, please and please please talk to us. We're right. definitely leaning heavily on our social media now. It's gotten real quiet. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, but, it, I mean, it's cool. In, in the last five minutes, that's what I think I, I wondered, you know, foraying into, if, if this is a choice, you know, once I get to the point where I am healthy and I am in this space that I want to go out and date again, you know, and I choose to use an app, what's out there for me? Right. You know, and so I think about the creation of things, the creation of this show, the creation of of what's your revolution, because there were things out there (laughs) that, you know, didn't speak to me. And so are there apps out there? Is Bumble for a man of color? Well, it's interesting because, you know, in our research and it's funny, um, it's grinder for a a man of color. One of our uh, listeners asked which dating apps are y'all using and i know this person that's not a cute question to ask sir uh, <laughs> are y'all using yeah are, i'm not are, using any yeah i'm i'm not i'm not using yeah, any i'm, I'm using, using chevrolet I'm, I'm chevrolet chevrolet oh. I, I go out and i if i meet somebody that's cool if i don't i'm using hi i'm charles corporate and doing? i'm really not using anything i'm kind of cool right now i'm, I'm good yeah. i'm good um but one of the things we did find in our original research was that there was actually an African-American created app called Bay. It has now since been absorbed by, I want to, it's not Target, it's something else, um, Trapper or something right. like that, and so you it's, think about black people meet back in the day. Oh, black people meet is still black Christian singles is has a black Christian singles. Yes, there wow. is. There's black Christian singles. Shout out some alternative, but it's dating not apps. an app though. They advertise heavily on television. Really, like on um, Bounce TV, it comes on like every night, like three four times. About want to be the next black power couple. And I was like, so. And what if you date interracially? You know, well, are, yeah. are there are there dating apps that Specifically, actually? Specifically, I'm quite certain there are. But are they? I mean, Cafe I, LA. That's why they call it Cafe LA. <laughs> yeah, I did not. <laughs> in, my, in my market research for the show, I did not see any. Oh, in your market research. Oh, see, you, hey, a good radio host <laughs> does, does research, research for the show. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so there wasn't really anything out there. You know that that said this is a a really good platform if you're looking for an interracial relationship. You know, I didn't see anything really. You know, that was out there. If you are, I just a, thought of another uh, name for it. <laughs> if you are Latino, if you are Asian, um, there wasn't. I didn't see anything out there, and so maybe people could help us out. So probably what you need to do is find an app that is specifically for Latinos, mm-hmm. and and go on that app. And go on that app. Go, go on an Asian app. Go on an Asian app. That's interesting. I just, I'm just that, saying. That is interesting. So, so the protocol is, and so we're going, you know, the show's about to end, and it's yeah. been a wonderful show. I want to thank and Julie. And I won the bet. Julie for calling. I don't know if you won that bet. I, I did, because I, Julie's your friend. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, Thanks, Julie. But the, yeah. the action step I think that we take is that if you're going to be on any of these apps, there's a certain protocol. You know, be respectful, right? <laughs> be your truthful self, mm-hmm. right? Show us who you – hopefully show us who you really are in the beginning, right? So anxious personality. <laughs> you know Cyber stalker. Right. Uh, you know, I will Google, I will Google I you. I will Google uh, yeah, put it, Put it out there. Um, you know, but be, be, be yourself and be open and receptive to a variety of things. But I would say don't in the first, 
you know, three sentences. All right. <laughs> ask, ask somebody, can I, you know, can you have them sit on your face? Can you not say that can again? Not, I, don't, I don't know I'm if that just, technically violates our seven dirty rule. I didn't say it. Uh, it's no, questionable content. Hey, it, 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 it's all it's good. It's too late now. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, you know. It's always it's always good talking with you, Rachel. I kind of like these things. They're good fun. luck out there, Charles. <laughs> uh, see, that's what you get. That's that's exactly what you get from being from being me. God does not like ugly. All right, and so. he's not too particular about cute either. No. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor, Etna. Uh, for powering the show. We want to thank all the people that support us, all the people that watch us on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for your commentary. I want to thank my man Jazz for always supporting, making sure the show flows smoothly. Rachel, you're the best. My thank you, Charles. Thank you. You are the best. And we will holler at you next week. All right? And always, make sure that you can answer the most provocative question of your life. What's your revolution, everyone? Take care. Have a great week.